I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Yeah, it's been two weeks again. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of switched to a bi-weekly schedule, but honestly, y'all aren't missing too much. (laughs) (laughs) We voted, though. We did vote. And everyone else should vote. Yes. Whether you're going to vote in person and have a plan for where and how to do that, or are going to mail in your ballots, as we did. Mm -hmm. If you're doing mail-in ballots, do it as early as humanly possible, Mm -hmm. like we did. That's it. That's the PSA. Yeah, there's not much else to say other than vote. Yeah. Um, The reason we took so long on this is because it's been, like, crawling progress on the hallway. (laughs) Yeah. Crawling is uh, an apt term. I actually looked at our past episodes recently, and we did our first episode about the hallway on August 4th, which is kind of shocking. Yeah, it's been pretty ongoing. I would say there was the earlier mention of it, too. Yeah. What you consider episode zero and I consider episode one. <laughs> so I don't know where you were initially counted from, but this might be even all the way back in July. Yeah. In terms of planning. Which is funny because remember when I thought it was going to be a two-weekend project? I do remember when you thought it was going to be a two-weekend project. Lol. Um, but I would say, in our defense, things are more difficult to source now than in the before times. Correct. There's been, on top of like our own trial and error, other obstacles in the way of this project than in the way then we're in the way of other projects talked about in the pod true so the last time we talked we were kind of teasing the fact that we had ordered some paint samples because we were pivoting away from staining into painting and we had decided that we wanted to paint the coat rail the same color as the lower part of the wall whatever that ended up being Mm -hmm. so we got our paints and we put up our swatches And I think I shared the colors in the show notes, but we didn't have any picks yet. Hmm. I think that's correct, because we were waiting for everything to come in. We'll fact check. So we ordered five paint samples from Pharaoh and Ball. One of them was a really light green color, which when we swatched it ended up being like a very icy blue. And that was not at all what we wanted. So that was just kind of immediately like, that's not what we're doing. Eh. Um, We swatched a darker green color, which was actually quite a nice color, but it was also exactly Mm. the same color that my mom painted her house in 1999. And it was just like too real for me in that moment, I think. Eh. (laughs) So that was not what we went with. And then we did that mahogany color that you were really boop. excited about. Yeah, the boop is us putting it in the uh, cart, just so everyone knows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And that actually is a beautiful color. Great color. Loved it. Yeah. Not for this project, because and, it is... But not a total ant. It is very dark. Yeah. But it would be really lovely on, like, a redone piece of furniture or mm-hmm. something. Um, or, like, if... Uh, you were to create a set for the most dangerous game. Mm. You know? Yeah. 
like that kind of that's a very specific situation that you would find yourself in but if you do find yourself in that situation or like you know like victorian horror yeah like the aesthetic i would say like uh yeah, if you're a set designer for something like that, Mahogany by Farron Ball is a... Uh, it's for you. <laughs> our, our wreck. <laughs> Hashtag Dinosaur Corner. Um, and then the two other colors that we have were India Yellow, which probably needs a rename. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say maybe definitely needs a rename. And it was... It's yellow, but it kind of has like a... I've got to put in the cart. Wait. Boop. Okay. <laughs> A browner undertone, I would say. It's hard to describe. It's very muted and, like, saturated, and now I'm just saying words. Yeah. There will be a pic of it in the show notes. Yeah, I think you're saying pretty accurate words, though. I don't know that it is, like, it's pretty hard to describe. Uh, giving it descriptors beyond, like, slight, like, maybe, uh, like, goldenrod, but mm. not as bright, not as yellowy. But that isn't even that great of a descriptor. I don't know. You just got to <laughs> look at the pics and we'll try to uh, alt text it as best as possible. <laughs> I think that looks really good with the wallpaper and gave us a very Victorian vibe, I would say. However, not Victorian horror. No, not. We weren't going for horror as our vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going for horror. <laughs> and then Dutch Orange, which was... Boop. Yeah, that was a super add to the cart. I wouldn't say it's straight up orange. It's a very yellow orange. It reminds me of the macaroni colored Crayola crayon. Mm. That's fair. It reminds me of, uh, for any hockey fans, and shout out to you, Brady. Reminds me of the Islanders orange, which I think is purposeful because they're like vaguely Dutch New York. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not a reference I understand, but here for it. And I would say that one is more of a, like, Art Nouveau absinthe trip sort of vibe. Yeah. So those were the two options that we were weighing. And for a while, we kind of stepped away from it because we, like, I just didn't feel it. I couldn't make a decision. And usually when I have a bunch of options, it's not really difficult for me to decide. Yeah. And so I felt that I wasn't ready to make a decision and just needed to step away. The other thing we did, because I couldn't make a decision, was just kind of look at all the paint we currently have. and Busted it all out. Yeah, tried to see if any of that was going to work. You were really on the side of just painting the chair rail the color the wall already is. Yeah. So we tried that. And it didn't look bad. I was just pretty underwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. We tried the black that's in the bedroom. And that just didn't really make any sense. Eh. Um, obviously love this color, but it wasn't doing it for Gravitas, me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag tactical corner. <laughs> and then we tried kind of like the episode zero idea of <laughs> making it the white that's on the trim. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was clearly not the Doesn't correct idea. So, yeah, we just kind of stopped because I was like, I literally cannot look at this bullshit anymore. It's getting wild. I was about to bust out some of my uh, uh, washable workshop paints. and <laughs> No. Yeah, but I even went back on Pharaoh and Ball's website and was like, do we need to swatch more colors? Is one of these just, like, not it? And I couldn't even find anything that we hadn't tried and that I wanted to try. It was just very much like I was uninspired by the project. 
Yeah, I felt like it's a. I feel rather like it's a mix of things. It felt feel. I guess we're talking about a past project, but in talking about it in the current moment, it would still be feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it is a combination of like being in this space way more often. That's true. Than usual, and that being like, I don't know, a guy, an inspiration suck in some ways, right? Uh, I feel like it is hard in some ways to visualize something without being able to truly step away from it. And while we did step away from the project for a little while without really leaving the apartment (laughs) for any extended period of time besides like going out to run necessary errands um, or like take walks or do little things like it's hard. It's hard for me um, in the way like I work on projects and on artistic things is to step away and come back. And that's like an important part of the ideating process in the work I do. Um, And I feel a little bit like that's been a point of or like a wall I've hit with this project where like I'm just constantly in it and constantly confronted by it which makes it hard to like look at it truly anew and truly like come back to it refreshed and be like oh clearly we got to paint this thing orange yeah you know or oh clearly we got to do the taupe gray um so that's been definitely a struggle on my end for sure I did decide, though, that because we knew for sure what we were going to paint, regardless of what we were going to paint, that it was time to go in with some wood filler. Mm. Um, We had obviously done the glue sawdust thing, and it had not worked in, like, a very tragic way. (laughs) And Uh I was just like, I need to smooth this shit over with wood filler so that when we do paint, it's, like, as good looking as it can possibly be. And let me tell you that working with wood filler is so much easier than working with this sawdust glue thing. Hmm. Which reminded me of something that I think is important. I had worked with wood filler once before and had a perfectly fine time with it. And so I knew and some confidence going into this wood filler application that it was going to be fine. And again, I was just trying to smooth over the joints between the separate pieces of wood and then the nail holes such as they were. Mm-hmm. Um, really easy to apply, really easy to handle and like get where you want it to be. And also really easy to sand off unlike everything else we had been doing. And what I had forgotten about this project was that it was really a series of new techniques that we were doing. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of other projects I go into with a a lot of confidence because they're things that I've tried before. And this really, like, every step of it was new. And I could intellectually, like, understand how I was going to hang that wood on the wall and how we were going to finish it and all of that stuff. But actually doing it, there was a pretty serious learning curve, and I think that I had to remember that I had to, like, cut myself some slack on that, because these are all things we had never done before. Right. So, I feel like I, like, came back with the wood filler. I was texting Dylan, he was like, oh, you should try standing the wood filler to see if it actually would have matched. And then he was like, no, you probably shouldn't do that, because if it looks good, you're going to be really annoyed. <laughs> Um, so we are not doing that because we're way past that point, but it is definitely something that if July Jordan could have have seen this, um, would probably have tried on a sample before going ham the way we did. Yeah, yeah, live and learn. Yeah, so 
we decided to not decide between yeah. the yellow and the orange because the other thing is um, Farron Ball paint is really expensive. And in the past, when I have used their colors, I've always color matched to bare, which is a process we talked about pretty in depth when we were doing the bedroom paint. So I'll link back to those show notes. Mm -hmm. But we talked about the bare app a little bit. Um, I had to re-download the Bear app to do this color match process, and the unfortunate thing about the app, or one of the many unfortunate things about the app, <laughs> is that they won't let you do a custom color match through the app. They'll only point you in the direction of the existing Bear colors that are closest to what you have. Mm. So. It seems for some reason that the function of the app is that if you have a bare paint chip, you can use it to identify the color, but like it already says the color on the paint chip, so I don't see what the purpose of it would be. Maybe if you had painted your house and you knew that you used bare paint, but you couldn't remember, mm. then you could just scan it and be like, oh, yeah. That's a very specific situation. Yeah, but this is a very uh, specifically shitty app. Yeah, so I did that, and I bought five color samples. And actually, I don't even have any pictures to show you because I opened all five of these color samples, and I was like, oh, none of these are correct. Like, none of them were anywhere close to either the yellow or the orange. Yeah. Um, so that was a waste of my time and money. Maybe I should tweet at the Bear app and be like, excuse me. The other thing is... From my Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, okay, this is just like um, free ideas for Bear if they're listening. <laughs> I get that Bear doesn't sell direct to, like, in a retail sense. Like, I can't go on the Bear website and buy paint from them. Right. I don't know if Home Depot is their exclusive retailer or not, but I, I had I to... Not. I assume Lowe's also carries them. No, Lowe's carries Valspar. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe. Which is a paint brand I do not like, but that's for another time. Hmm. It's not Lowe's fault. Well, maybe Home Depot is. I don't know. Carry on. Point being, I had to color match in the app and then go on the Home Depot website and search for that paint color. If Home Depot is your exclusive retailer, your app needs to link out to Home Depot so that through your app, once I get a color match, I am able to purchase that paint. Yeah. Or I could find you like the closest dealers of it it should do something have some kind of functionality yeah like if hardware stores around us carry it i'm trying to think there is an app that does that shit that'll let you know fucking google does it google duh. maps yeah <laughs> yes. like, if, like i understood where home depot was and i understood how to use home depot's website but why am i in bear's app looking at paint colors and then trying to search those same paint colors on home depot's website what good is the app yeah as they just don't care feasibly I mean, yeah, clearly they don't care yeah. about this app at all. It's just like, oh, we should probably have an app. It's 21st century. I can imagine almost like, like Schitt's Creek style, the boardroom meeting of <laughs> the executives at Bear deciding they should probably have an app. So I imagine it was not pretty. Yeah, I deleted that app for a second time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> and then I was sitting... Um, Thinking to myself, like, am I going to go to Home Depot to get a color match on this paint? 
Because when I did that last time, it was actually incredibly accurate. So their in-store color matching is not the problem here. Mm-hmm. None of this is really an attack on Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> Home Depot, there may be things to critique you about, but this is not the podcast in which we come for you. Yeah. If really ever. Um, well, okay. So here's the other thing, right? I was considering buying a gallon of the Pharaoh and Ball paint. Mm-hmm. Because by the time... I haven't been on the subway yet since... Um, coming back to the city. And honestly, I'm not here to tell people what to do or what not to do because I have absolutely no idea whether it's safer to lift or be on the subway. I cannot tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just know personally I feel safer being in a lift with like one other person than I do on the subway with however other many people. So by the time I lift to Home Depot, get the color match, get a sample, lift back, check that color match, decide that's the paint color I want, lift to Home Depot, buy a gallon of that paint, and then lift back, have I spent $115, which is what the Pharaoh and Ball color would have cost me in the first place. I assume you probably spent more. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Especially because the closest Home Depot to us is in the Bronx, which isn't like physically far away, but it's it's like a three-mile ride. Yeah, and then you got tip, and then the paint itself. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it'd be maybe a little bit more. Or very... Like, very close. And Pharaoh and Ball's paint actually is supposed to be eco-friendly and that it's water-based and, like, I don't know, shit. All the shit we talk about. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I am interested in using their paint at some point um, and just have not been able to justify it in terms of cost. And now I was kind of thinking of doing it in terms of cost, but I had painted two larger samples, one of the yellow, one of the orange, Per my mom's trick um, of, like, if you can't decide, just make the swatch bigger until you can. Mm -hmm. And we really weren't getting even coverage. And I ended up doing two coats on the samples and still not getting even coverage. And at that point, I was really concerned that I was going to buy a $115 gallon of paint and not have enough to finish the project with, like, a reasonable finish. Um... And interestingly, last time I was in Home Depot getting the color match for Gravitas, the guy behind the paint counter was saying that Americans don't generally like painting with Pharaoh and Ball because it's a much thinner paint. Mm. And I don't know if that's true, or I don't know if there are kind of like global differences between the texture of paint here and the texture of paint in Europe, or like what the deal is. <laughs> but I would say that that's kind of the experience I was having is like bare paint has so much more coverage, and like I'm so used to one coat coverage mm. that to be in a situation where I was spending that much money on paint and maybe not getting the finish I wanted after one coat seemed incredibly frustrating on top of what has already been a devastating project. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Brits. Like you could imagine me after two coats of this paint running out and being like, holy shit, I need another gallon of paint. And then just like crying in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty clearly. Which is not where I needed to be. No. So then I was thinking about going to Home Depot and just getting the goddamn color match. Um, and again, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people who have been to Home Depot, (laughs) not like in their lives, but like since March. Uh, I have a lot of friends who've been to the Home Depot. I don't know uh, if you know this, but. (laughs) And all those people. Most of my friends are the Home Depot. Are alive and perfectly healthy. Um, but I just haven't really been inside anywhere yet. 
besides the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that I'm ready for that personally. And like, I don't know that um, I'm ready for that for the purposes of getting a color match on some paint. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of my consideration is like now the time that I'm going to break my pseudo quarantine for paint, um, and for this hallway. And the answer was no, whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think like anything, this is all a time where you need to set, like, we need to set pretty clear personal boundaries personal expectations and if you're not ready for and don't want to be inside the building then I mean, fuck it don't go inside a building right now yeah. <laughs> it seems like a pretty straightforward thing and especially for for paint you know yeah so we're doing the toe <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i know exactly what color the taupe is because i have like an itty bitty bit of it left and I can Maybe order it the <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can order it directly from the Home Depot's website and have it shipped to us in the way that I can't have a custom paint color shipped to us also Home Depot's website it would be great if you could just like make custom paint colors from a cell phone photo but haha suckers we are coming for you Home Depot <laughs> <laughs> bet you didn't see that coming <laughs> I don't know. I just like their their technology in store is so good. I don't understand why we can't do it on the internet. Maybe there's a technical reason. So if someone wants to tweet Donnie about the technical <laughs> reason that that can't be done, by all means, um, find me on Twitter at Donnie <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, so we ordered the taupe, and to be honest, I'm not thrilled about it. I still feel like very neutral. Um, I don't think it's going to be ugly, but I don't think it's going to be like wowing either um we just gotta finish the shit i can't like sit around dealing with it anymore we have had this wallpaper for a month we need to hang it and just be done and <laughs> so i'm gonna just like cover all our swatches and paint the chair rail um the coat rail rather taupe i think it'll look good i have a lot of faith in it um i think it won't be as trippy as the orange, which is my second fave. Um, but I think just having the chair rail popping out will be a nice feature. And we already know that we like that color. Um, so I feel like keeping the color isn't a loss. And I think it'll continue to look as good as it has always looked. Uh, and that the wallpaper is already going to be enough of a, a wow factor that it's going to look good. And if we decide it sucks, then we can always just repaint it. Yeah, I think the thing that's keeping me going with this decision is that paint is not final. No. And I had wanted to paint before hanging... <laughs> if it were, then we would have a lot of problems with our security deposit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I... I had wanted to paint before hanging the wallpaper because the wallpaper was expensive and I don't want to fuck it up. But I think if in a year we are able to safely return to the Home Depot and we want to do the custom color match, then we can tape off the wallpaper and just do it then. Yeah, agreed. But for now, shit's got to end. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> Hashtag Dinosaur Corner.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.